Three words. Three incredible, three powerful words. Nine letters. Three words that changed everything. Three words are why we celebrate today. He has done all of that and more. Not only for tomorrow, he can do that today. He did rise from the grave and he offers us everything we need, everything for that deep down inside our soul longing that nothing else can fill but him. He is risen. And everything we're here to celebrate today is all of that. The beauty of the celebration of Easter is that this day is one of the greatest days, if not the greatest days in human history. I know we celebrate Christmas and God's coming to the world, but he came to the world for this reason. He came to the world not just to die on a cross, he came to the world to rise from the dead. Hundreds of spiritual leaders die. Thousands died on a cross. But only one, our resurrected Lord, rose from the grave. And we're here today because of that. Everything we believe, everything we hold on to, everything we live for, everything we're willing to die for are held together by the events of this very day, the resurrection of Jesus, the final culmination of the plan of God. Since the beginning of time, before time ever began, that the God of the universe, the God of the universe would send his one and only son to show us what we're looking for to satisfy what we're longing for. To die on a cross, absolutely. But to defeat death by rising from the dead. And he offers us life, life here and now, and life in eternity. I don't know about you, but that's good news. Matter of fact, that's not good news. That's what? That's great news. Now, you got to remember, last weekend, on Friday night and on Sunday morning, I was in one of the most diverse sanctuaries and events that I've been in for a long time. And it was very easy to preach in those environments because they helped you along. They got involved in every statement and every phrase. So you got to remember, when I hear you respond this morning, I'm loving that because we're celebrating an incredible event. We believe that Jesus literally died, physically rose from the dead. Wasn't a spirit wasn't an illusion. It wasn't just a group of people who wanted to believe in something so much that they made up a story. We believe that Jesus really died. He was buried and he rose from the dead. Everything we believe is held together and dependent on the resurrection. Believe it or not, there are some people who are skeptical about the resurrection of Jesus. Maybe you know someone who is. Let me tell you why we believe that Jesus rose from the dead. Because the Bible tells us so? Yes, absolutely. But it goes further than that. We believe that Jesus rose from the dead because Matthew, a first century tax collector who became a follower of Jesus, saw him die, saw him after the resurrection, and he wrote the story. We believe that Mark, an outsider of the Jewish faith, became a follower of Jesus. He wrote about it. He saw the resurrected Lord. Didn't just hear about it, he saw the resurrected Lord. We believe that Luke, a first century doctor, interviewed eyewitnesses, thoroughly investigated the story and wrote about it. And he said, everything I've heard, everything you've heard about Jesus is true. John outran everybody when he heard Jesus rose from the dead. He was the first person inside that empty tomb and he wrote and he said, I saw him die. 
I, I was there. He told me to take care of his mom. I've been doing that. I saw him after he rose from the dead. It really is true. Peter the fisherman wrote about it. In fact, Peter gave his life, was crucified upside down, not just because of what he believed. A lot of people die for what they believe. He died for what he saw, a resurrected Lord. We have eyewitness accounts, people who actually saw Jesus rise from the dead. People who did extraordinary things, who ended up giving their lives because of what they believed and even more because of what they saw. Everything we know about Jesus, every story we know about Jesus came from the writings of people who literally saw Jesus after he rose from the dead. What we celebrate today is so important. The scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians 15 that everything we believe and everything we hope for is hinged on the event of today. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to them in 1 Corinthians 15. If not, it'll be on the screen. Where Paul is building up all the way through the book of Corinthians. He keeps saying over and over and over again, it is unbelievable that the God of the universe would do all of this. That he would forgive our sins, that he would set us free, that he would offer us life. And he kept building and building and building all the way through the book of Corinthians. And then he gets to that 15th chapter and almost stops for a moment and said, you need to understand how important this resurrection is. I'm not just teaching new truth. I'm not just teaching new theology. I'm not talking about just another way to live or a new insight on history. What I'm telling you, what I'm talking about, and what we believe in and what we've seen and what we know for sure is totally dependent on the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. He writes it this way in 1 Corinthians 15. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel that I preached to you, which you received, on which you actually take your stand. By this gospel, this that I'm about to share with you, you're saved if you hold firmly to the word preached to you. Otherwise, we believe in vain. For what I received, I now pass on to you as first importance. Does that sound familiar? Sounds like the communion passage, right? For what I've received, I'm now passing on to you. Those two events, the cross of Calvary and what Jesus did for us on the cross, and this particular event are the two events that hold everything together in what we believe. For what I've received, I now pass on to you, that Jesus Christ died for our sins, exactly what it said in Scripture. He was buried. And then he was raised on the third day, exactly the way Scripture said. He appeared to Cephas, who was Peter, then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still alive, although some have passed on. Then he appeared to James, then all the apostles, and at last to me also. Now, jump down to verse 14. If Christ hadn't been raised, then our preaching is useless. What we're doing here this morning is just another collective group of people singing songs they really like. If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, then we're found to be false witnesses about God, for we testified about God. That he raised Jesus Christ from the dead. But if he didn't raise him, in fact, then the dead aren't raised. And if the dead aren't raised, then Christ hasn't been raised either. And if Christ hasn't been raised, and I want to be honest with you, your faith is futile. And you're, by the way, still in your sins. 
And then those who have fallen asleep in Christ, they're lost. If only for this we have no hope in Christ, then we're of all men to be most pitied. But, indeed, Christ has risen from the dead. Death has been swallowed up in victory, verse 54. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin. We're still going to die. It's still going to sin. And the sting of death is, is gone. He has given us the victory in Christ. The power of sin is the law, but thanks be to God, he has given us victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm. Don't let anything move you. In a world that's unpredictable, in a world that seems to be spinning out of control, in a world that doesn't seem to make sense at time, in a world that pushes against us, in a world that makes us wonder, in a world that sometimes makes us afraid. Don't let anything move you. Because we are absolutely committed to the fact that Jesus Christ not only died on a cross, not only paid the penalty that God required for our sin, but Jesus Christ rose from the dead and lives forever to give us life now and to give us eternal life. That's why we call this good news. We plant our faith firmly on the foundation of the resurrection. The reason we follow the reason we serve, the reason we live in the present and believe in the future is because Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And because of that, our prayers go directly to the Father. Because of that, our giving and our generosity matter. The loved one that you may have recently buried who knew Jesus is in his presence. The loved one that you said goodbye to, that you knew, knew Jesus that you knew you wouldn't see again here on this earth, that loved one that you buried because of the resurrection of Christ is with Jesus. Now, for those of you who have recently gone through that, that is an incredible promise, but not just a promise that I hope for and I hope that it's going to come true, but I'm absolutely convinced that the one that I buried a while ago or a week ago or a month ago or a year ago who I know knew Jesus as Savior is in his presence. And you talk about a resurrection celebration. Can you imagine what they're doing today in heaven? The tears that you shed. Last night, last week, last month. They were seen by a God who really, really cares. They were seen by a God who loves you and I like crazy. The resurrection means that you can go to bed tonight and you can talk to God as your heavenly father. A God who's not just out there somewhere, but a God who is as near as the breath you breathe. That when you go to bed tonight, you can talk to the God of the universe, not just throw words in the air or now I lay me down to sleep. You can actually talk to the God of the universe because of the resurrection of Christ. It means that he hears our prayers. It means that there's more to this life than this life, and it also means that he will give you meaning for this life. It means we can be forgiven. That we don't have to carry around our past. We don't have to carry around baggage. We don't have to worry about somebody else bringing up what we did or what we should have done or didn't do or 
We don't have to worry about any of that. When we come to faith in Christ, we know that because of Jesus and the resurrection, he finalized and finished God's required price to not only die on a cross, but to raise from the dead so that all of that sin is covered and all that sin is gone. Resurrection means that our sin can never be outside the boundaries of God's amazing grace. Isn't that incredible? It means that you really can break a habit. It means that if Jesus rose from the dead on his own power, you really can break a habit. It really means that you can get free from the past. It really means there's not a problem he can't fix, a marriage he can't correct, a life he can't reconstruct. It really does matter because of the resurrection of Christ, all of our past, (coughs) all of our sin, all of our concerns, all of our worries, all of our wondering is met in Jesus. It means I can find peace for that longing deep in my soul, which is why for over 2,000 years we've been calling this the good news. You and I stand firmly on the foundation of the resurrection. The events of this weekend, Friday night was incredible. The cross and the resurrection are held firmly and forever together. The reason we follow, the reason we believe, the reason we serve, the reason we hope is because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who went to the cross on our behalf, who rose from the dead to defeat anything and everything that would hold us back from what we need in this life and the next. Now, most of you are here today because you came to celebrate. You're absolutely convinced that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. You're certain of that. You have no doubts. You're here. You've been here. You have been here for 15 years or 20 years or 50 years to celebrate on this particular day because this is the day that holds everything we believe together. And so you're here to celebrate. So my encouragement to you, celebrate. But there may be some of you here today that are searching, that are wondering. Maybe you know a friend who is searching. Maybe you know a friend who's wondering. Is this really true? And is this really what I need? Will this really satisfy that longing in my soul? That you are a friend of yours. Watch this.